This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to Jesters of Ravenloft, where rubble comedians tried to escape the horrors of the mists. The troop fought off the rats from the hat. After the plague, which seemed remarkably similar to the plot of Quantumania, Shadowmaster recognized one of the Vistani and commanded Shadow to kill him. Dell was pressured by the Bards into becoming a candidate in a snap election for their new leader, running against Rupert Darlin. And when Rupert's speech seemed to be better than Dell's, New Rogue pelted him with meat, and the rest of the Bards eagerly joined in. At the same time, Tyler climbed a tower only to spot hundreds of the Dark One soldiers approaching the town. Can he warn his friends in time to give them in the town a fighting chance? I doubt it. <laughs> Tyler, you see a food fight break out in the courtyard at the same time that you see an encroaching army marching in eerily perfect lockstep surrounding the courtyard from the other side of where you stand in the tower. What do you do? Um... If I was playing a different character, I would say I do that like sharp finger whistle thing, but I'm playing me and I can't do that. So I'm running down the steps of the lighthouse and just trying to book it to my friends. Uh, And I think maybe just uh, yelling every now and again, just, hey, (laughs) hey, (laughs) guys. All right. Can you roll me a... I'm going to call this a survival. This feels like it's a survival thing. Uh, And for the rest of you, can you all roll me a perception with disadvantage because you're in the middle of a massive food fight? Oh, Oh, boy. It all started with just throwing food at Rupert Darlin, but one person misses from the bards, hits a barbarian, and the whole town goes off. (laughs) It's true. My survival is a seven. Okie dokie. Yep. Good luck, gang. My perception is a three, which thankfully was a natural two and not a natural one. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, that's just a solid two for me. <laughs> you know, we established that I could cast message last episode, but now I'm running through the streets yelling instead. <laughs> I, I'm a natural one. <laughs> it's a loud food fight. <laughs> Meat just flies in your ears. Yeah, you've got mashed potatoes in your ears. Yeah. We're trying to avoid this food, but yeah. All right, yeah. So, Dell, you are on stage just trying to avoid food. You've also been uh-huh. hit with a vicious mockery that was a tremendous blow against both your ego and somehow your body. So yep. you're just trying to recover and hide. Shadam, you're trying to get through this crowd and get to Gilderoy Zindi, but everybody's getting pelted with food. It's hard to keep track of where he is. You're totally focused, but it's a real challenge. Meanwhile, <laughs> New Rogue, you are in the group seeing the food fight go on, you're throwing food and you look into the distance and you see Tyler just running forward yelling and you immediately think he wants to be part of this food fight. (laughs) So you throw food and you peg him right in the face and Tyler falls immediately downwards and a strange army of figures, you just see march and close ranks between you and Tyler. Oh. Uh, Del, 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 Del. <laughs> I don't know if I hear that. Del, hiding. Uh, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> Can everyone roll me initiative? Oh, I will say, dear. Del and Adam, you are rolling at disadvantage oh, because you don't know enemies woofers. are here. Man alive! All right, it's a natural twenty on initiative for a total of twenty-one. Ooh, this is just what the dice wanted. I'm a to nine. Be. I'm a five. At disadvantage, I'm eight. Boy, I really fucked this up, gang. 
<laughs> I could have cast message from the safety of my tower. They're, they're marching and be like, oh, like, where do we go? And they hear you. They're like, oh, here it is. And they just like, <laughs> hey, hey. Just follow, follow that lost. idiot. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> Sorry, I have a lot of people I have to roll this for. Oh, man. Ah, come on. You don't have to do that. Ah, rats. The rat. Need the rat hat. Yeah. Yeah, where are those rats? Where are those rats? I think the hat needs to recharge because we killed slash ate all the rats, right? <laughs> Wait, when you say we ate all the rats, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we did that. Well, I don't Somebody know. did that. <laughs> the way I, I remember it. Yeah, the rats are like 24-hour energy for Adam. Oh, my God. <laughs> like a little Red Bull. It's like, Just yeah. a snacky. Pop it open. <laughs> oh. that sound is so real all right <sighs> i finally have everything put together interestingly tyler you rolled a nat 20 and one of the clockwork watch as they are known rolled a nat one i will oh. let you roll an athletics check to see if even though you fell you can make it through this line and towards the rest of the party before they fully close ranks I'll take you up on that. Yeah. An athletics check, yep. you say? I can't even see the results of this die. So that's a two plus not enough for a total of four. Yep, ah. you're just down. You try yep. to get up and your feet slip again. What did you throw at him, new rogue? What's what's so slippery it's keeping him down? It was it was spaghetti. There was spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me a cone of spaghetti. They ran out of meat. So it's like, let's just use this wet, sloppy pasta. Yep, so Tyler, you are face down in a pile of spaghetti, unable to get up. It's all like it's in my horns, so it's like just like it's yeah. just hanging down <laughs> you're in front like, of my face. You're like yeah. one of those two-year-olds that has a picture of the spaghetti bucket on their head or whatever, like a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah, like I'm like a, a greeting bowl. card. Yeah. Except, it's all gone uh, spaghetti. Yep. <laughs> so cute. However, you still you that, that was your bonus to cover the 20 in the net one. You were still first to go in the initiative order. All as right. you look up with the bowl of spaghetti on your head as you lay on the ground, you see a collection of what look at first like British police officers, just bobbies with police hats marching outwards. But upon closer inspection, you see that these are not people. These are full clockwork robots. You can see the gears turning as they march into place in their police officer uniforms. Whoa. And they turn as one in towards the courtyard and begin advancing in serried lines, closing in on the food fight that people are not noticing this attack is happening outside of New Rogue. You are the first person to act because the two sides of this battle have not yet met. What do you do? Uh, is there... Um puddle or bucket of water or something like that nearby in these streets you've got a lot of liquid spaghetti sauce in front of you <laughs> do you want to scoop it up with a cone uh i wanted to use shape water but i don't think it applies to sauce um so <laughs> i will is the sauce yeah I'll there's just, h2o and sauce i'll just get that out of my face fair um, enough I, I would say yeah it's pretty safe that you could you get access to a, a bucket of water okay um, I want to um, just use the shape water cantrip to um, move this. Oh, do I? Can I move this water? Yeah, yeah. You can cause the water to form into simple shapes and animate at your direction. Great. Uh, yeah. So I just want to basically have it get splashed up and uh, hit one of these automatons in the head. We'll say, just because what I think I know about robots is maybe that'll short one out. Great. Yeah. How, how does this work? I don't know how this works mechanically. Uh, there's no role inherent to the spell itself, but we can like Calvin ball it if you want. If you want me to get a little arcane oh, I, I, or try like a dex thing of like trying to cast the water accurately or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'd say let's do that. Let's make it a magical spell attack. Whatever your attack bonus okay. is with a spell, we'll roll that because you're using the water as a, a method of assault. Okay, so I've got a plus five on my spell attack bonus, so I'll use that. So that's a 12, 17 total. 17. Okay, that definitely hits. Can you roll me a D4? D4, four. Four. Okay. You get so lucky. Uh, the internal <laughs> shielding inside this clockwork police officer is not working correctly. So if the shielding doesn't work, it does start to short. Can you roll me 3D6? 
Yes, I actually Whoa. have exactly that many d6 right here. 3d6 is going to be 12. 12 damage. The clockwork, the, the last clockwork watch to step into place, the last clockwork Bobby starts sh jolting and shuddering and smoking and finally takes the last step and then stands there and you can see it's on its feet, but it is definitely out of step with everybody else and barely functioning. It's still standing up, but it feels like a stiff breeze will take this thing out. <laughs> okay. Uh, then I breathe on it stiffly. Um, <laughs> that uh, the spell's in action, um, so I, I think I'm just gonna I'm, I'm kind of stuck behind this massive. Great. Line do you want to do anything with your movement? Automatons. Um, uh, right now, you were just standing in one of the many kind of courtyards where streets are meeting outside of yeah. the central courtyard. Kind of a if you're thinking of there's four entrances and exits. One leads into the courtyard where the showing is happening. There's streets to your left and right where you can see the watch closing in on these gaps. And then there's the way back to the tower behind you. Uh, around you are the same two to three story ramshackle asymmetrical buildings that are throughout Happy Town. I'm going to try to go into a building then and see if I can get up to like the second or third floor ahead of this group and come down inside the uh, the the perimeter. Great. So you want to take a, take a building to make the transit. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So you will get halfway through one of the buildings. Okay. When you make the next move, you'll kind of close through the rest of the way in. It's just taking a little more time because you got to deal with stairs and unpredictable architecture. Yep, yep. Meanwhile, Shadow Jimmy raises her hands inside <laughs> the middle of this battle, cleans her own clothes very quickly, and then yells, We're under attack! And Shadow Jimmy just starts launching miniature blasts of energy yeah. into the distance. And the whole crowd turns and looks and realizes that they are being hemmed in by these robotic bobbies who are marching forwards. And now it is game on. You guys see an immediate shift in this crowd. There are many times where you've met these very silly uh, members of Happy Town who all seem pretty chill. And you haven't been around really much at night to see the combat happen. But what you are seeing here is People go from party mode to full-on war, military formations, street fighting squads. Everybody is at each other's backs. Everybody's watching each other's sixes. And the amount of firepower going out is a lot. You are seeing these robotic figures going down. But the scary thing is more are appearing as they are mowed down. You watch a whole front rank go and you see two more ranks step in and begin to move towards the town. Shadow Jimmy blasts down, but you can't identify any leaders Every one of these things is the same. They're all person-sized. They're all clanking as they move. But they've got creepy Terminator meets the Cybermen energy mm. with their, their historical town watch police-style outfits. One of them takes a swing at the Great Wizard Illusionist Omega Sergeant of Shadows and Magic. <laughs> oh, no. And fucking socks someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know, no You're cheering for the person attacking them? He doesn't oh, suck. Oh, I thought he said he missed. Oh, <laughs> no. 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 no, I said my one. children. He hits him. Yeah. Oh. He socks <laughs> that was it the to best him. Yay. He doesn't suck. Oh, no. Shadam's so damn evil. <laughs> yeah. All right. He so is. He, is, he is clocked with a baton and a handcuff snaps around the great wizard's wrist and the clockwork police officer starts to drag him back into the rest <sighs> of the lineup. Up oh, no. next... We have another clockwork officer <laughs> trying to put another handcuff on the great wizard, but misses moving too slow robot just oh. clack. And you just see the handcuff snap shut on nothing. And it immediately retracts the arm and the cuff opens up again and it starts moving forwards. As you all look around, normally I'd make a real perception, but there's no point to that because you're all looking around and seeing things now. Uh, you're seeing that this is what is happening throughout the crowd. It seems like they are come. The, the clockwork monsters are coming in batoning people and then the moment they can handcuffing them and drag and starting to try to oh, drag no. them out people are teaming up to try to knock the arms off of the robots or bash them but it's an ongoing and rapidly moving combat situation new rogue what are you doing okay so approximately i i'm, I'm basically near the lip of the stage because that's Correct. where i was you know accessing uh, adele giving her uh, uh you know my meat Throwing it to the stage, uh, or throwing it at what's his name, darling. Um, these these machine people 
Are they oil based? That's like, a great question. You want to roll oil? me a perception? I'll roll you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Ah, hold on. That. <laughs> what are you doing? This technique. <laughs> so so okay. much flair. That is okay. Let me just put my perception on top of that. That it, okay? Nothing. That's a sixteen. <laughs> sixteen. Wow. Okay. What you see, looking from a distance, is you can see behind the solid face plates and some of the solid armor pieces on the limbs. You can see gears turning. So you would assume that oil must be involved because they're moving. If they weren't, you know, liquid in some form, it would mm-hmm. not help them. Uh, mm-hmm. And when you look at these robots, you feel the mists rise up and give you a pop yeah. culture reference that you can just picture these and contextualize them for yourself. Oh, okay. Well, all I think is about how they're dressed like British bobbies. And the immediate thing I say is, oh, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, time, time to make these non-clean burning Clinking <laughs> bastards blow up with my sacred flame. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, so what I'm going to do is what I wanted to do, my mm. idea was, and I don't think I can do two cantrips at the same time, but taumaturgy. I know it can't make pants fall off, but it can make <laughs> flames go brighter. Yep. Um, do you think I'd be able to, is there any way I could use it to quickly like turn one of their... Um, one of their bolts. Like, is there any loose bolts if with my perception notice a loose bolt or this is where sadly we have to make things more clear about what thaumaturgy does. <laughs> thaumaturgy <laughs> will let you make a sound. It will let you make a sound louder. Oh, or it'll make you make lights brighter. It will not let you move things. I let that happen once because it was funny. We're gonna put a stop to that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then what I'm just going to do is they're they're robotic. They're all very well organized. They're in, you know, the the the, the pattern, the organization, the lines, if yep. you will. Uh oil being flammable, as we know. I'm gonna try to pop one of these uh like they're a firecracker with my sacred flame and just hope that I manage to uh, get a whole line of them up in Nice, smoke. yeah, let's go for it. All right. So, so how does sacred flame work? The, that's on my camera. <laughs> let me. Oh. oh, hold on. Let me let me access this. <laughs> this might take a second. Oh my god! Oh my god! Do you need on, me to guys. pull up the spell rules? Let me let me find could it you, for you. Could you? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended, I ended up. I ended up like I took a picture of my card. I didn't bring it with me. I'm like I'm gonna access it, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm using my camera this week for good resolution. I know it's like thirty points of damage. Oh, how could it not be? Okay. So you, uh, flame-like radiance descends on a creature you can see within range, uh, and the target must succeed on a deck saving throw or take 1d8 radiant damage. Spell's damage increases by 1d8 when you reach 5th level, but that hasn't happened. Takes one action, it can fire 60 feet, and it has a, uh, I think, a somatic and a a verbal component. So you got to yell something when you're going to cast this spell. So what do you yell holding up your... Your icon of Ezra that was given to you by three kobolds in a trench coat that looks surprisingly like Zordon, even uh, though you don't know who Zordon is. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try and twine my my reference from uh, King of the Hill. Uh, <laughs> Ezra, let's see some clean burning robot ass, I'll tell you what. And, uh, <laughs> and then I do like... Rub my hands together in the praying formation, and I say, "Sacred flame!" <laughs> there it is, <laughs> and it it launches forth, and you fire at the clockwork police, and they roll a nat one. So you do successfully oh, set the first one aflame, and the fire spreads down the row, and you see a group of barbarians led by Francine just charge the line where the fire is happening and break through. Beside you, Del, Rumpel Foreskin looks down at you and says, I'm going to get the children out of here. Uh, and Rumpel Foreskin, covered in flowers, dashes off to collect the children who all just start climbing and clinging to bones uh, and rides the children out of the combat oh. zone into safety. Oh. Rumpel's so good. The small ones can like hide, hang out like up in the ribs, and the bigger ones can ride on Rumpel's back. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Get a lot, <laughs> of, a lot of kids out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yay! <laughs> New rogue doing doing Ezra's work, saving the townsfolk, and someone a little more focused on themselves. Shadow, what are you up to? Oh, um, I guess I noticed by now that we're surrounded by <laughs> correct by clock people. Okay, uh, I'm picturing. Have you ever seen uh, 
Return to Oz. Like that really creepy like sequel to yep. Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's yeah. that one like Tin Man guy. I'm kind of picturing that, but they look reasonable, like Bobby-ish, right? Um, well, I'm. What's the term? Is it like charmed? It, charmed, right? I was going to say like whimsied or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For you, there's a touch of whimsy to yeah. it. I believe it swept oh, yeah. me off my feet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my name is Shadam Whimsied. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, somebody from whimsy. <laughs> um, so I guess I mean I see it. But my goal is to go after uh, friggin' Gilderoy's Gr- Indy. Right, right. Gil, Gil, yeah, Gilderoy Cumberbatch, whatever his name was. And um, <laughs> I'm going to, can I see him now? Can I yep, like, come yep. up to he him? Is, he is at the edge of the crowd. He is fighting on the front lines against the clockwork <laughs> bobbies. He's got thrown karate hands and some pretty good kicks. Okay. He's not much of a karate chopper. That doesn't seem to be doing much, but he's kicking these things over got and just kicks. fighting with the rest of the town against the monsters. Okay. Um, and I'm assuming there's uh, buildings nearby that I could like scuttle up if I wanted. Uh, you would need to, you could scuttle Oh, man, actually, the way this combat is going out. So the side that Gilderoy Zindi is on is the same combat side that Tyler was on. So we'll call that west. South, there's been a breakout. So that's where the barbarians have gotten out. Rumple Foreskin's got away. They're they're like the kids went out that way. Okay. Gilderoy is closer to the north end of the battle where they've kind of the clockwork watch have come into the courtyard and are battling their way in. So you can't get to a building near Gilderoy. If you want to do that, you could run kind of go south up to the roof and then make your way around the circle. Otherwise, you would have to fight your way through robots to be able to move up a building. Yeah, I'm going to do the one where I don't fight. I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm going to go south and kind of like like scuttle up the uh, <laughs> the the building and, and and run towards it. Great. So you'll go south, and then I do you yell anything as you move away from combat towards where people are escaping? Um, I say uh, not so fast, Gilderoy, and I like and, I and you move the opposite away from Gilderoy. Yes. <laughs> Be yep. right so, back, Gilderoy. So you dash, you go to a building. I'd say you could dash. So you'll get like move to building, climb to roof, and you'll get halfway back around to Gilderoy. So on your next turn, if you move another <laughs> movement, you'll end up over where he is behind the clockwork watch. But okay. literally pleading with him, not so fast, Gilderoy. That's <laughs> take the long way. <laughs> oh my, Gilderoy. All right, let's see what the clockwork watch is up to. Oh, yep, that's. Okay, I just got to make some quick notes here. Suspense. Okay. I know, spooky. Uh, there are things going on. It's a big combat, and there's stuff you Don't can't like see. Dell, hmm. what are you doing in this big fray? You were at the top of the stage. Around you, you've seen the Vistani fall back to their caravans. They're still within the courtyard, but they've quickly circled them. And you can see the, the children and other kind of vulnerable parties have all been put inside the caravans. And the windows shutters come down that are armored and the rest of the Vistani are standing outside. They've all put on masks that just have a death's head face on them. You're just seeing skull masks and they've drawn weapons and they are forming their own little combat circle. Fucking no one is getting in there. They are more efficient than the town, which is disturbing in its own right. Mm. But with them, you are seeing just the most ruthless and violent form of combat you've seen. You've done the flailing thing and you've seen military precision from the town on top of a little bit of kind of chaotic general energy. This is like the nastiest fighting you've ever seen. No hesitation, no pullback, the nastiest hits possible. If this was fighting against people, you think they'd probably be able to break their spirit just in the amount of like stabs to the neck, to the eyes, to the groin, chopping legs off. Like this would be horrifying against a mortal foe. Against machines, it's just terrifyingly effective. Mm -hmm. Oh shit. They essentially are holding the east side of this combat. So north is Gilderoy, West is Tyler, east is the caravan, and south is where the the barbarians have broken through thanks to the heroism of New Rogue and the great power of Ezra's flame and (laughs) references to King of the Hill. (laughs) Awesome. Have I seen Tyler? Did I notice Tyler was here? You did not notice Tyler. He is on the outside of this formation and is inside a building right now, so it's not possible to see Tyler. All right, so I'm going to go towards the only person I know, and New Rogue is there. I'm going to run off the stage and get down next to New Rogue. Great. You do that. Is there anything you say or do once you get there? Yeah, just, uh, that was, thanks for the help. That went poorly. I hate everything, but 
you're doing a great job, new rogue. Good job on all your magics. And I give him bardic inspiration with my bonus action. <gasps> Excellent. New rogue, you feel the, the power of Dell's support wash over you deep down in your soul. Oh, yep. thank you. I feel refreshed, renewed, and ready to tear some ass. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I wonder where Tyler is. Um, so I'm going to use my action to use med the message cantrip and contact Tyler and say, Tyler, the town is under attack. Are you okay? Where are you? I know. But, I'm in a building. <laughs> but because of the way that my message works, it comes across to Tyler as tons of spooky ghosts whispering oh. in his ears. Yeah, you <laughs> hear Werner Herzog's voice saying the words and other voices overlapping Werner Herzog's. And they say, Tyler, the town is under attack. <laughs> Where are you? What? <laughs> Werner? I... <laughs> I'm in a building. I'm. I try my best to describe my coordinates. Yeah, because I'm not in the the tower anymore. I'm in a dis, a different building. And Dell, you hear Werner respond with Tyler's information, but it starts with Werner. I'm in the building. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Maybe Tyler's in a building. I hope that worked right. <laughs> I hope I didn't just send that to Werner Herzog. <laughs> Dell, you've sent a message to either Werner Herzog or Tyler. You are not sure. And you've moved, which means there's only one thing left you can do. As a giant boar looks up at you, having accidentally attacked a bench and then watched Quantumania, what do you want your boar to do? Oh, oh man. I'm, I'm telling the boar, get in there, go for their legs, knock them over. And the boar is absolutely ready to do that. Just looks, he goes... And just turns and charges into the line. Del, you see the mist rise up from beneath the boar. Oh, oh. And suffuse the boar with additional oh. magical energy. Can you oh. roll me a d6? Oh, man. Okay. Okay, I'm scared, but okay. Oh, it's a three. Almost there, but nope. Oh, you see no. the boar run forwards, ready to take out these clockwork yeah, bobbies. Yeah. And that's when the first baton comes down and hits the boar in the head. And then a second one comes down and hits the boar. And then a third one comes down and hits the boar. <laughs> the boar Jesus. is just brutally murdered because it misses the first one after the first hit. It ends up just doing a run down the line of bobbies who are all just doing this. <laughs> just running down a line tagged. of high fives yeah. except you're getting hit in the face. Wham, 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 oh, wham, wham, no. until the boar is dead. Just a dead I'm boar. Smushed. <laughs> uh, can I? Uh, never mind. That, I can't do anything. So... I'm just watching. I'm yeah. just watching. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of things going on, but that's what you see, Del. The board dies ugly. Um, <laughs> the board dies ugly. Jesus wow. Christ. All right. Clockwork keeps attacking. The town is doing pretty well, though. Yeah, you are seeing the, the clockwork watch are getting beaten back uh, seemingly around the town. Even the sacrifice of the boar you didn't name is used to the advantage of the defenders who move forward in those breaks afterwards uh, and take apart oh. even more clockwork monsters. Tyler, you are halfway through a building. What do you do? Yes, I would like to uh, finish uh, moving through the building, get to uh, any window that's facing inside of this perimeter of robot police officers. Yep. Um, and uh, I want to just open the window um, and uh, looking now inside of this perimeter, do I see any um, uh, significant groupings of these automaton bobbies? So the town has been pushing back quite effectively against this. So the clean lines that the combat began in are starting to break. This is looking more like just an absolute street fight of clumps of robots and clumps of people and individual people battling back and forth. If we're thinking of the movie point, we're reaching that shaky cam montage in Gangs okay. of New York where you can't tell who's winning or losing. It's right. just really violent. Okay. Uh, you do see a... Let me check. The battle lines are a little blurrier here. Yeah, battle lines are blurry, but you are seeing... 
There are four groups of the clockwork bobbies that are still maintaining a diamond-shaped cohesion. Otherwise, it's broken down to small groups and unpredictable fights. It seems like those are the last four kind of bastions of organization for the robot team. Okay, I'm going to try and break up that cohesion um, either from the window or if I can't manage that, I'll climb out the window uh, if I can and land inside this courtyard. Yep, there are two. So if we're looking at like kind of placement of clumps, two at the north, there's one on the west side where you are, and there's one on the east side. The south has been broken. It's just random chaos of robots. So if you want to jump, like kind of make your way out through a door, realistically, sure, you can look yeah. out a window and then go out a door. <laughs> okay, uh, You can get close enough to, to do whatever you need to do to the closest robot clump. Excellent. Okay, I do want to keep my distance because I see them cuffing and dragging people away. Yep. Um, so I am going to uh, cast my... Uh, this is a spell y'all haven't seen before. Let me just spend the spell slot here on my character sheet. That's the last one I'll be able to cast for tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is Ice Knife. Ooh. I'm going to create a shard of ice in my hand and fling it at one creature within range. This is a 60-foot spell. So nice. I want to aim for the center of one of these groups. Great. Um, it's a ranged spell attack. Uh, where's my d20? There we go. So plus five. Fuck. Seven. I was going to say, you do, I think, have inspiration if you wanted to use it. Um... I I won't I won't dis- dispute that. I will absolutely I give use it to that you if now. you think I got You're it. Inspiring you, Tyler. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh nine better, so uh fourteen to hit. Fourteen to hit. Good enough. All right, yeah, that'll hit. Good nice. enough. All right. Nice. nice. There are a nice, lot of baby. these bots. Nice. They are not terribly well made. Okay. Uh the target takes one D ten piercing damage. Ooh, yeah, go for it. So that's nine piercing damage. Wow. Nine piercing damage. Nice. Your blade flies true, hits one of the central bots, which goes down tripping another, and you just see the townsfolk take advantage of the opening and just break that that formation open. Okay, good. Uh, because um, when the shard hits, sorry, hit or miss, the shard explodes. Uh, this oh, is wow. part of the effect of the spell. The target and each creature within five feet of the point where the ice exploded need to succeed on a deck saving throw. Oh, my God. Okay. What's the DC? 13. 13. Fail. 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 <laughs> One succeeds. Okay. Uh, two succeed. So wh- then how much damage does it do? They take 2d6 cold damage if they oh, fail. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. I can't believe shit. this is a level one spell. Wow. So that's five cold damage. Five cold damage radiates out. So you destroy the central robot completely. The cold blasts out into the surrounding robots, slowing them down. And instead of just disrupting the formation, this slowness allows the town to just completely fucking destroy this formation. So the one on the west side is gone. They've just been shattered and broken into nothing. So this side of the battlefield has shifted to the robots retreating to try to join the other formations or falling back out of the courtyard. Okay, excellent. I'm going, I can't move anymore. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to hang out uh, in this courtyard after having thrown a sick ice knife. It was pretty cool. All right, we've got, oh, well, that, the clock, the clockwork formation on the east side also falls to the defenders with a nat one. Oh. So just torn apart by the town. <laughs> All right, the other clockworks continue. Uh, new rogue. I, I realize I sometimes am stingy with inspiration, and I feel that your work to save the town and blast open the south to free the people was pretty heroic. So give yourself inspiration for that, because I think that was a very cleric move. Oh, awesome. Um, well, for this one, I actually... Um, I have spells, resurrection somewhat spells. I'm wondering... Um, I don't like seeing death, especially of, of innocent creatures like the boars. Is there no way I could use my uh, newly acquired can spell for the, the boar, or is it too late? Which which spell are you trying to use? Uh, spare the dying. If you can get to it, you could stabilize it. That's possible. I'd love to try and renew the boar. Because <laughs> I've taken on some of this, and I'm like... Uh, even though Ezra loves you, he doesn't need no more souls in heaven. Um, <laughs> and 
and so I'm like, here, piggy. And then I, I, I want to rush over to him and, uh, and, oh, right. I don't have my no. card for this. So it's okay. Um, you want to use spare the dying. I know this one. So that's fine. So yeah. uh, traditionally you have to touch the creature. How do you do that? Well, I'm going to learn my lesson and I'm going to, I'm instead of my ass, I'm going to just nuzzle the snout of this thing with my forehead. Aww, it's lovely. like, Hey little guy, come on, come on, get some of that good old life saving essence. And you feel the energy of Esra suffuse your body and you feel it about to pass through you when the mists swirl up and surround you and begin to give you even greater power. Can you roll me a D6? <laughs> I'm so scared. This could kill it. Uh, <laughs> D6. Let me try and find my D6. I just got my dice. So is that a D6? Okay, here goes. Come on, come on, come on, come on. It's a three. Oh, man. <laughs> you feel the, the, the life energy suffuse through you, and you pass it into the boar, and the boar looks up at you and gives you a knowing nod, and you can feel its thanks for the healing, and you can feel its appreciation of your support. And then the boar explodes and you're showered in its innards and its blood and its whole body just goes and you are soaked head to toe in boar blood. <laughs> <laughs> the boar has exploded. New rogue. You tried to do a good thing, and do you know what? The boar appreciated it before it went. But it's time for us to circle back what? to the rooftop Black Knight. Shadow dashing forwards, running across the roofs in an impossible, physics-defying angle. What's that? What are you doing, Shadow? What's your plan? I'm just heading heading to Gilderoy. Can I get to him in this turn, or is that like you the next You make turn? it around uh, the rest of the courtyard over to Gilderoy's side of things. He's down on the ground fighting robots. What do you oh. do? Oh, does he look hurt? Yes. So he's, not do he's not doing good. <laughs> he's not doing great. They've been wearing him down. He's been fighting the last two remaining kind of bastions. Hmm. Okay. So I kind of want to like scuttle around like a corner of, of like a house and, and uh, uh, just kind of have a quick chat with Shadow Master and just be like, okay, Shadow Master. So he, we could either uh, lure him away and eat him or let these robots just take him out. I'm fine with either, but I'm hungry. So we should eat. Yeah, I figured as much. Okay. You can just um, waste people's time after this is over. I'm fine with that. No, I'm hungry too. Yeah, let's go. All right. Um, <laughs> and I want to... Uh, okay, so I, I, I guess I'll save him. <laughs> okay. Him. Is there like a robot on top of him? So I, I guess I'll like kind of like ka-chunk, like hit a robot with my axe. Great. So you were jumping off a roof down into the courtyard to kill the robot currently fighting Gilderoy's Indy. Yeah. Oh, can I like run down the wall? You and can. hit him. Yeah. The, I'll then run down you're the gonna wall have to like get head. through some robots. So you can jump down, uh, which is riskier, but you land right next to Gilderoy. Otherwise, you have to fight to Gilderoy through this batch of robots. Oh, okay. I'm gonna jump to the robot that is attacking Gilderoy. Great. Roll me in acrobatics. Acrobatics. Well, that's a plus one. All right. Let's see. Uh, that is a total of 18. Total of 18. You soar through the air majestically, just like a comic book villain. Yeah. yeah. Your, your cape even looks Magneto-ish, even though this one doesn't have any Magneto powers. Uh, and you come down. Can you roll me an attack with advantage? Oh, okay. Um, Are you swinging your axe two-handed or one-handed? Oh, yeah. Like, at, like as I jump, I'm highlighted by the moon, and you just see, like, a double-handed double axe, and my eyes blaze red, and I say... I'm a good guy, and I and I bring it down <laughs> to like hit the robot, so Gilderoy isn't suspicious. Fabulous! Roll with advantage. Oh yes! All right. <laughs> I'm a good guy. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, that is a total of fifteen. Fifteen will hit. Roll me that damage. Sweet. All right. So that is a. Oh, if it's a two-handed, that's a D10, D10. right? Yep. Oh. Baby, uh, D10 plus two. 
Here it comes. What's a D10 look like? Here it is. All right. <laughs> Ooh, oh, that's that's 12. Oh, 12. shit. Max damage? Yeah. Hell yeah, you, dude. Wow. You carve Whoa. through this robot from collarbone all the way to hip. And the top of the body is starting to slide off. And Gilderoy Zindi just gives it a little jab, jab, and it falls off. And then he says, we did it together. Yes, we did. Uh, and then I, I want to lean in. Mm-hmm. And I want to be like, um, I have a secret message for you from the Travelers of the Feather. You must come with me quickly. There's kind of a battle going on. But it's it's to help with the battle. I can't tell you here. Oh. Well, you did just save me. Can you I'm roll me a, a pers- guy, remember? <laughs> I yelled it. Oh, that is hard to deny. Can you roll me a persuasion <laughs> with advantage? Persuasion. Okay. Thank God for advantage. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Um... <laughs> Persuasion. So I guess that's a total of seven. Great. Gilderoy rolled a nat one. He's like, I know a place we can go. And he like kicks aside a robot and he says, follow me. And he manages to dodge a bunch of them and lead you in a perfect path out of the battle into out of the way house. Oh, like we're in a house? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I close and lock the door. Perfect. And we'll come back to you in this in just a moment. All right. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Gilderoy. I do that internally. I don't do that. Got it. All right. Well, uh, you probably one... could with the Nat one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Funny. All right. One of the remaining two cohesive groups of Clockwork Watch uh, are also destroyed. So there's only oh. one solid formation keeping itself together in the north. Dell. Yep. What are you doing? Are there any co- clockwork people nearby? Or are they on New Rogue? Or there are a few that are still left at the edges who are kind of doing things individually. Otherwise, it's just the group at the north that seems to be really kind of coherently keeping themselves together. Gotcha. Could would I be able to get closer to the oh, ones yeah. by the north? Absolutely. Okay. I guess oh the, the the sight of exploded pig in my oh. mind's eye. I'm gonna run to the north, and I guess I'll just pull out my cool bow, and I'm gonna shoot my cool bow at one of the clockwork people. Nice, roll your attack. All right. Oh, it's not very good. It's a thirteen to hit. Meets it, beats it. Thirteen nice. will hit, Take which it. means your bow yells something really cool as it shoots the arrow. Yeah. It says, Ice Cream Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you do. Yep. I you you take your that. ice cream Sundays shot. Roll your damage. <laughs> That's eight damage. Eight damage. You do a solid amount of damage. Let's see how the clockwork do. Uh, the clockwork monsters uh, are... Blast it apart. As you strike, the Vistani are able to come into support, and the rest of the town destroys that last and final formation. The clockwork bobbies begin to retreat from the square, marching off in ragged but still lockstep lines. Uh, And it appears that this battle is over. However, inside a house, behind a locked door, Shadim. You stand with Gilderoy Zindi, and Gilderoy says, all right, what do we got to do? Um, What's the message from the travelers? Uh, the message... <laughs> I didn't think this far ahead. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to get him in the house. Um, I say, um, uh, oh, no, there's a robot behind you. Ah! And I wanted just uh take my axe and just kind of chop the top of his head off and and then i want to just uh you know get at them brains great you raise your axe ready to swing and you feel the mist rise up from beneath you no this attack Can you roll me a D6? Blessed you, Mists, or maybe helpful. Okay, D6? Incredible. Uh, (laughs) 
Come on, explode like a pig. Come on, it's going to be funny either way. Six. <laughs> Mists. God damn it, Adam. How? Six. How do you do this? Taunting Six. them now? You Six. swing the axe beautifully. It cleaves right through Gilderoy Zindi's skull. And you can feast. Yeah, you feast, like, a, feast upon his brains. You discover. Do, do you say anything while you eat? How does this play out for you personally? Well, I, I like the cut's so clean that it's like, like, like the brain is fully intact and the head kind of falls off and makes like, if you drop like, uh, like the lid of a jar, kind of like, yeah. and it like settles like on a the coconut ground. coconut kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, and then I just, my face turns into a wolf vampire and I just like, and I just like eat him and uh, I want to eat as much of him as I can. Roll me a constitution save. <laughs> constitution, yep. okay. Because I'm thinking ahead, because it's like, you know, somebody comes in here and there's you just like a, a ripped apart yeah. body. They'll be like, I don't think them no. bobbies did that. And they'll like blame me. <laughs> so, yeah. But if they come in here and see your massively distended gut, they'll be like, ah, he's normal. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so full from battle. Uh, is this With a, a pair constitution of boots save? sticking out of your mouth? save, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. you got some food in your teeth. Oh, oh uh, yes. Those robots. Uh, um, all right. So constitution total of 16. Total of 16. You do manage to eat the head and the hands uh, and a good chunk of the torso. You just go to town Ooh, uh, to okay. the point where even Shadow Master's like, we, we don't have to eat this part, but you just keep eating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm under his spell, so it's like like, am I doing good, Shadow Master? Is this what you want? Oh, yeah, you're, I, doing, I, 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 you're doing great. Let's <laughs> let's stop and put it in the basement, though. Uh, and you find a cellar uh, that you can put the body quickly down and into, and it turns out there's a bucket of water, so you even mop the floor. Uh, and by the time you're done, there is no sign whatsoever that Gilderoy Zindi was ever in this house. Was there anything else fun in the basement, like like, some, like <laughs> antiques or something? Or roll me. A D20. <laughs> Was there anything else D20? fun in the basement? I, like, I would... Uh, Adam, the person, if I go somewhere, it's like, you know, there's always that... You rob like, the basement. You're always <laughs> looking out for something fun. <laughs> or Ad, Adam always, fun. If you ever bring Adam to your house, he'll take something home with him. Yeah. yeah something yeah, fun. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Hey, where, where's your basement? Where's the... <laughs> <laughs> got, got any fun stuff know. in your basement? You got anything, anything fun in your basement? Ever? Yeah, I don't know. Any, like, fun-looking books or something? I don't know. Any antiques? Uh, I rolled... Am I adding anything to this? Is just this stuff? Uh, just uh, I would ex yeah, just roll roll straight. What's what do you got? Fourteen. Fourteen. You find a book that Ooh. says the rats came from where? And when you look at the picture on the front, it is a hat dumping a swarm of rats out of it. So it's like a how-to book. It is a how-to book <laughs> of how to use a hat of rats. And you quickly yeah. You quickly flip through the pages, and it says if the rats have been killed in a hat of rats, you have to put a piece of cheese in it. And then you can summon rats once per day. And you think, having read this book, the next time the rats come out of the hat, it's a 50-50 chance you'll be able to control those rats. Well, 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 I say as I thumb through the book. Who's king of rats now, golden hat? And I take it out of my bag of holding and spit on it, and I put it back in my <laughs> in my bag, and then I clean up the mess. That's the end of this episode, listener. But next week, you could become a watcher and affect the jester's adventures by joining our Twitch stream, which happens every Wednesday night at eight thirty p.m. Eastern Time. That's Toronto time. If you join our Twitch chat, you can give the cast magical items, name NPCs, and decide the events that shape Ravenloft. So, catch up on the story, follow Dum Dum Dice on Twitch, and join our weekly stream right away! Jesters of Ravenloft features the voices of players Tyler Hewitt, Del Borovic, Guy Bradford, and Adam McNamara, alongside Dungeon Master Ryan LaPlante. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Jesters of Ravenloft's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. 
Our theme song is Dark Mysterious Halloween Night by Sound Gallery by Dimitri Taras. And our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, whose music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now get out of here before the mist gets you too. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lail, Shulzari, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The buyer awaits your decision, poised as one both ready for a fight and assured of its outcome. I'll have that relic now. Thacko, pretty boy, have more healing. We gonna need it. You guys might. One of you dies and I'm running for it. So don't. We'll have to use every advantage and we've not many left. So I'm confused. Uh, what am I supposed to say to him? Marcus, it's a role-playing game. Right. So you're this holy guy, Benedict. Right. And he's just joined this adventuring party. Right. Why? Because we needed someone to heal us and not ask questions. Dumb! What? Any reason you want, Marcus. That's the great thing about this game. You can be anyone you want. Do anything you want for any reason, so long as it's true to your character. Cool. I totally got this. Uh, wait, but... This artifact belongs to my church, and as such, I cannot part with it for any price. <laughs> uh, what did I say? Kill them all! The Ordinary Epic, a podcast series about the extraordinary, the ordinary, and something in between. Listen now at theordinaryepic.com or on your favorite podcast app.